You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Ray Garten. His latest mass market paperback is Scissors. Thank you for joining me, Ray. Hi, Rick. You know, Ray, you read an incredibly twisted story tonight. It was really dark and disturbing, and you read it with the most cheerful, nicest guy voice I've ever heard. And I, I just love that contrast of that. And I wonder if you feel that when you're writing. Um, yeah, I sometimes do because I, I, uh, I, I sometimes find myself writing in a cheerful tone when I'm writing about the most awful things. And sometimes I think that works better. Sometimes it's more effective somehow. You know, one of the things I liked about the, the story you read tonight was this kind of a, a looping feel to it. And I think that's a really interesting way. I think that's, a, a, in a way, that's kind of a, a motif we find in a lot of horror are loops and rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this one went sort of in circles. Um, and uh, from writer to writer to writer. <laughs> one story... Uh, it was a it was a story that went through a lot of changes. It, it began as a novella, and it was awful. It was just awful. It went on too long. It was uh, it, it was awful. So I I threw that out and just started all over again from the ground up and, and wrote it as a short story. And I think it's much better that way. Well, now you're in the the middle of a really interesting series. Uh, talk about creating this series and and you know putting the characters through changes. You know, you, people go through a lot of changes when they encounter supernatural creatures, and I love what you do with that. Are you talking about the uh, werewolf and and the vampire? Yeah, um, the the next one will have both the werewolves of uh, ravenous and bestial and the vampires of live girls and nightlife, and characters from all four books. Um, I haven't started on it yet, but I've, I've got a lot of notes, and um, I'm hoping to find some interest in a publisher first before I start. And I hate working on something and then not being able to sell it. But uh, that's a series that could actually go on for a while, um, and I've never done anything like that before. I did, they didn't start out as a series, but they've sort of linked together over time, and um, I'm enjoying it. I really like the world you create. How much beyond each novel have you created? Very little. I don't. Um, I don't do a lot of work outside the book. I don't. I don't do a lot of sketches or. I I write, and then as I discover things about characters and place the places where they live, I'll make notes for myself. But I don't do any preparatory work because. I never stick to the preparatory work. I, for me, uh, I have to discover something as it unfolds while I write it. Um, otherwise, uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. You know, you specialize in the dark and the, 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 the horror genre. And since we're coming around Halloween, I wonder if you care to talk about why you specialize in, in that and why you think that has such an appeal, I think, overall. We always seem to be in a, we're in, in the midst, I think, of almost another 80s horror boom here. Really? You think so? I'm, I hope so. Um, well, I think I specialize, it, specialize in it because... Um, uh, I, I didn't. I don't really have a choice. I, I, it, I didn't pick it. You know, it's it just sort of. That's when I write. That's what comes out. Um, I think everybody likes dark stuff because uh, it's it is life affirming. Contrary to what a lot of people say about it, it's life affirming. It's 
uh, you can get through a horror novel and still be safe and alive and feel good about yourself, even though everybody in the novel may be dead. Um, and your life is never as bad as the lives of the people in a horror novel, no matter how bad it is. Like Stephen King once said, bills and, and uh, you know, you've got bills, you've got debts piling up, but at least you're not facing vampires. <laughs> One of the things that, that interests me about your work is this kind of two-faced nature that we, and, and I think that's even prevalent in the way, as I said, when you read today, you sound, you could have been reading from, you know, the boy's own book of happy stories. <laughs> But you're reading this really terrible, terrible story in which you're talking about dismembering something in the body in the first person. It sounded pretty convincing to me. I'm <laughs> so um, talk about that, your perception of people as being kind of two-faced. Oh, I think, th I, I think all of us are two-faced in, in all kinds of ways. Um, our whole country is two-faced. Look at the government. I mean, they say one thing, they do another. Look at religion. Re religion says one thing and does another. Um, we do it in our own personal lives. Even even if we don't do it maliciously, we don't do it to to harm people. But we are often uh, we often present a, one face to a certain group of people and another face to another group of people. And then we have a face that we that we, we never show anybody that we we know just ourselves. So um, we have multiple faces, and uh, our culture does, our country does. It's there are faces all over the place. <laughs> And as a horror writer, I think it's your job to peel them back. Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's part of the uh, part of the um, appeal of of horror. We get to see not only what's under the skin, but what's under uh, our own actions, our own our own motives, and and what's under our motives. Um, it's uh, it's sort of self dissecting for all of us. I've been speaking with Ray Garten. His new novel is Scissors. Ray, you have a couple of uh, works coming out from uh, limited edition presses. Who, what, where, we want to know. Um, I have a novella coming out from um, Camelot Books called The, Disappear uh, the Disappeared and Other Stories. The Disappeared is a novella that has never been published before. It's new, and it's got some story reprint stories in with it. And... Um, Cemetery Dance is publishing my uh, religious horror collection called Wailing and Gnashing of Teeth, which includes two new short stories that I've just written. And um, I have uh, my first science fiction novella from Cemetery Dance, Death Hunt on Arvoon. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun. Now, I, I didn't know you were working on science fiction. I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> It's very pulpy. It's a uh, uh, space opera. It was when I, I was for several years. I was laid up with a bad hip, and I did some. I wanted some light reading, so I took off a bunch of books from my childhood off the shelf uh, by E. E. Doc Smith and Edgar Rice Burroughs, and uh, books I hadn't read in years. And I enjoyed them so much. I became so immersed in them that I, I wanted to try my hand at the genre. So I did, and it was never meant to be published. But Rich Chismar at, at CD talked me into it. So. We'll look forward to that. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was fun to write. I, I'm, I'm nervous about it, though, because it's not my genre. It's not my genre at all. Well, I think your genre is whatever uh, comes off the tip of your pen. <laughs> Thank you. I've been speaking with Ray Garten. Thank you for joining me, Ray. Thanks.
You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Thank you.